You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. I hope you had a uh, great weekend. You uh, probably didn't if you're a Philadelphia fan or a Kansas City fan, but anyway... Uh, a lot of good football. A lot of good football being played. A lot of bad football being played. A lot of eight and three teams, nine and three teams. One thing I noticed this year: a lot of really young players, like quarter starting quarterbacks, who are 22, 24 years old. It is uh, it is remarkable. I had a chance to meet Noah Gray, who uh, got a TD as tight end for Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. One of the bright spots in an otherwise eh game. And Noah is uh, uh, kind of plays in the shadow of Travis Kelsey. Uh, until he gets married to Taylor Swift and he retires, and <laughs> and uh, and Noah Gray's twenty four years old. He's twenty four years old, and and you know you think about these incredible athletes and uh, and and the and the pressure that they go through. I mean, imagine being franchise quarterback at twenty two years old or twenty four years old, and having you know I mean everybody picking you apart, and you're getting pummeled by gigantic, you know, behemoths. I mean, it, 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 pro football players are superhuman. All right? They are superhuman. If you ever met one, you'd know. Now, I used to, you know, bench press about 350. I was pretty big, you know. I, I would have been crushed by like a grape by some of these guys. And, uh, and you got these quarterbacks who just, I mean, relentless punishment, unbelievable pressure. It just makes me appreciate the sport even more. I really just uh, enjoyed watching football with the family. That's something that brings us together around this, uh, this holiday season, as it were. Uh, the number, by the way, is 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This is the uh, reception that Donald Trump got yesterday at a place called Whiskey River in Ankeny, Iowa, near Des Moines. <laughs> I don't think Joe Biden would get this. What's up, man? I'm not seeing any other uh, candidates getting that kind of reception. At all. It's just the way it is. Oh, there he is playing that. Uh, next to you. You know, I do love that song, but it's getting a little thin. You know, it's getting a little thin. <laughs> Part of it is that I had to play it on the radio for years. So I have kind of a jaded uh, view of, uh, of music because sometimes radio beats music to death. Anyway, uh, a recent Des Moines Register NBC News uh, Viacom poll, Mediacom poll found 43% of likely Republican caucus goers picked Trump as their first choice. Uh, closest rivals at 16%. Despite all of the uh, the nonsense, despite all of the nonsense and all of the uh, fake indictments and all of that stuff, this is uh, Donald Trump. Um, oh no, actually, this is. Let me do this. This is um, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is a Democrat. Um, I, I like Tulsi Gabbard. She's saying things that are common sense, kind of like uh, you know John Fetterman's doing now after he had a stroke and his brain was rebooted and started working properly. He's, he's a conservative, and Tulsi Grabber is one of those people. And, and what you're going to notice about the Democrats is everything they say about Donald Trump, and this is absolutely true, and I can prove every one of the points here, everything they say about Donald Trump going to take over, going to arrest his enemies, going to uh, uh, shut down free speech, 
all have already been done by the Democrat Party and Joe Biden. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. So all of the, you know, caterwauling on MSNBC from Joe Scarborough and uh, Mika Brzezinski, Yoko Brzezinski, uh, isn't going to make a difference to people when they know that all of the things that they're saying Trump will do have already happened against conservatives. Yeah, so here is Toze. The things that he that he outlined in his incredibly long and difficult to read op-ed along with things that Liz Cheney are saying they're warning us of of Trump's re-election being being a dick. Liz Cheney is mouthing off even though in her primary she was defeated by Harriet Hegeman by 40 points she's so irrelevant it's like she could be working a cash register at Walmart and have as much political sway nothing against you political you you people working at Walmart trust me you're a lot better than this woman Tatorship and where he will do all of these things like turn the Department of Justice against political opponents use the are already been done already in the process still doing it arrest to go after those who oppose his agenda Matt Taibbi the day after he uh, he testified before Congress the IRS visited his home on Christmas the list goes on the, the thing is that's exactly what the Biden Harris administration is doing Thank against you. President Donald Trump and against those they view as their political opponents but the thing that really bothered me the most about Kagan's op-ed yes. and many other who continue to warn the country that Donald yeah. Trump is going to be like a modern-day Hitler is that... Which is what Joe Biden has already done. They are also the kinds of people who... And we hear this all the time. People say, gosh, if back in the day, if only one person had the courage to stop Hitler, to take him out right. before he rose to power, yes. then we would have saved millions of lives. Well, this is what they're essential. This is a message they're sending. They're inviting violence. Yes. Right. So you're yes. saying yes. they're inviting yes. someone to take yes. a shot at Trump. This is what is so dangerous. Right. Is they're they're yes. sending a message to a rogue actor, a lone wolf, saying, hey, we need someone to save our country from this modern-day Hitler. That's what they're doing. Why do you think Joe Biden did the speech in front of Independence Hall? I told you about that. There's no reason for it. He just appeared in front of Independence Hall just to go after Donald Trump and his supporters and call them enemies of democracy. That was desperately dangerous. That was the most sickening thing I've ever seen from a leader. This is the kind of stuff that happened in Germany in 1929 and on. It is exactly the same damn thing. And I don't like sitting here and taking this. I don't like being told that I'm a MAGA-fascist enemy of democracy, and I want to destroy the country, and I am a, a Hitler sycophant. That's sickening. I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm just not going to take it anymore. This is Donald Trump talking in Iowa, and I want you to listen to what he's seeing out there on the campaign trail, and it's true. I was in Florida yesterday with driving about 10 miles to a location for a meeting, and every house had Trump 2024 on it. Every, we have all the votes we need. What we have to do is guard the vote. We don't need, we have found, uh, you know, one million votes someplace. When I was watching Pennsylvania, it was so sad to see. We had that state, uh, we were up by, I think, 700,000 votes with 73% of the vote. And all of a sudden it was tied. And it, it was so terrible what happened. You take a look at the state. So we have it all documented too. I hope, one of the great things about these, if the judge allows us the judges that somebody's got to allow this thing to be prosecuted we want to show how we won the election not for purposes of what we want to do is we want to win this one that's coming up because it's a lot simple think to the future but and by the way 56 percent of americans across the board think that 2024 there's going to be a lot of cheating you know why because the government has been thoroughly involved in throwing elections for the last at least decade
They tried it in 2016 for Hillary Clinton. The FBI was involved. She worked hand-in-hand with them to create the dossier that was a lie to make it look like Donald Trump had colluded with Russia when she was in bed with Russian oligarchs to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars to the Clinton Charitable Foundation, which, by the way, the FBI dropped their investigation of just in time for the 2016 presidential run. Now. It's uh, it's a joke. It's transparent. Everybody gets it at this point. And then listen to this. Democrats who live in Florida, if you were thinking you're going to be able to vote in a primary, you're wrong. Your vote has already been cast. Florida Democrats are keeping uh, Representative Dean Phillips from Minnesota and Joe Biden's other opponent off the state's primary ballot, effectively handing Biden the state's 250 delegates. They made up their mind without you, without you. This is what Dean Phillips had to say about it. Hey everybody, what happened in Florida yesterday is a tragedy and a travesty. The Florida Democratic Party decided, just a handful of people, decided to disenfranchise millions of Democratic voters in Florida by saying we're not going to have a presidential primary. Wow. I'm running for president. There are others running for president as Democrats. Welcome to Cuba. And this is the kind of stuff that happens in Tehran, not in Tallahassee. We've got to do something about this. I've been a lifelong Democrat. You know that. Supported our party. Sucker. Since I was in my 20s. Been a member of Congress. In other words, he's been an idiot most of his life. Three terms and was a member of House Democrats. And now he's really surprised, even though they did the same thing to Bernie Sanders when he was running against Hillary Clinton uh, seven years ago. Democratic leadership. I've never seen something so absurd, so disenfranchising, and so suppressive of Democratic voters. So please help us out. Go to Dean24.com and support our efforts. Yeah, you're already, you already got it. You don't have a choice, man. The Democrat Party did it with Hillary Clinton in 2016. They did it with Joe Biden in 2020. They're doing it again for Joe Biden in 2024. There you go. Now you, now you get it, don't you? Yeah, black people get it. People of color, women get it. All sorts of people get how bad the Democrat Party is and now Democrats are. Because your choice is going bye-bye. You have no other choice. 76% of you think that Joe Biden's too old to run. But the Democrat Party doesn't want somebody else. Because they don't want any free thinkers in the party. They don't want people who can comprehend and, and do their own thing. Rather than just following the orders of uh, Barack Obama and others. Yeah, I did. I did yeah. Let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove on this uh, Monday. Hello there, Randall. What's on your mind today, bro? Hi. Yeah, I call. Because... Uh I think it's really smart that Donald Trump is not participating in the debates because why would he need to go double or nothing? He doesn't need the excess support because he's already way ahead. So the, it, it, he doesn't need the excess support. So by going on the debates, the media tripping him up like they always do, trying to cost him support. So I just think it's very smart that he does not participate in the debates because he can only lose support if they trip him up, but he... But gaining would not really make a difference because he's already so far ahead. What do you think of that? Well, of course. I mean, it, it only makes sense when you're ahead by, you know, 40 points. Really, what is the point in in uh, in uh, debating with people who are 40 points behind you? Because all they're going to do is they, you can't hurt them anymore. The only thing they can do is gain an advantage, get Thank some you. sort of, you know, whatever, and have a bunch of people pick on It's stupid. Thanks for the phone call, Randall. I appreciate it. Well, yeah, go ahead. Never, go ahead. never assist a fool in his folly. And that's yes. the media. Exactly. Thanks for the phone call. You know, it's like, um, 
I remember Rush. Okay, Rush used to, uh, uh, he was the biggest name in talk radio history uh, of all time. There's no, there's no question about it. He was a, an earthquake. He was a media earthquake. He changed the world. He changed the trajectory of the country. He changed the discourse. He made conservative speech uh, uh, paramount. And, uh, and, he, and he brought it out. And he brought millions of people to conservatism. He's just absolutely amazing. And you know what he used to say? They'd say, you know, other people say, oh, we want you to come on our show and defend yourself. Or he'd say, I want you to come on my show. And you know what Russ said? I'm not going to come on your show and give you ratings. Why would I come on whoever's show, liberal commentators' show, and they've all failed, by the way. There's no national, uh, there's no a, a liberal Rush Limbaugh. It's never been that way. You know why? Because liberal policies are nonsensical. There's no intellectual or reasonable way to defend them. They tried that with uh, this, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Radio USA or the liberal network that Bill Hess used to uh, run. Radio America, yeah, Radio America. Bill Hess used to do that, and he was the, and he was there and it failed it did a face plant because it was a liberal radio network it isn't going to work so donald trump you know as much as you may hate it he's not going to come to the debate stage why would he come to a debate stage when he's 45 points ahead of everybody else it's like rush limbaugh appearing on some you know liberal talk show host it, there's no sense if you've got a, an audience of a million people or rush limbaugh who had 30 million people a week what's the point <laughs> what is the point? Honestly, doesn't make any sense. Uh, on the way, a uh, pretty fascinating interview from Tucker with Tucker Carlson and Roseanne Barr. It's kind of uh, very interesting. And then, uh, and then Greg Gutfeld got in a little bit of heat over the weekend. Uh, we'll get into the impeachment saga because there's some stuff going on there. And uh, and uh, in your phone calls at 800-922-6680. Let's take a break. It's a Rob Carson show. Back in a few. It is a Rob Carson show. So um, today, uh, I'll just do a, a point of personal uh, privilege here. My wife went back to work. She uh, worked at home last week. And, um, and so today, she went back to work. And, uh, you know, things have been tough. Uh, it's been tough. But um, I, I've been able to find a strength that I haven't had previous in my life. And I think a lot of it is you. Um, because I've, I just feel like you're... Prayers have buoyed us. I, I know that sounds crazy, but I, I, I can't explain any other way that I've been able to just feel so clearly and think so clearly and distill things for my family. So I, I just really think you had a part of it. I really, really do. I, I really believe in prayer. And, and my mother-in-law who passed away, she survived cancer, stage four cancer. In, in 1997, she was diagnosed with stage four cancer, lung cancer, breast cancer, uh, and she beat it. And, and the tech was not there, and she, she fought, you know, she had a spot on her lung, and then ultimately she got a lung cancer, and she was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer a little over a year ago, and of course she passed away uh, uh, three weeks ago. And I want to share this, this real quick with you, because humor is an amazing thing. Humor can heal so much and and it's there when you need it and 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 i want to i want to share this story and i and i asked my wife can i share the story and she's fine and she's not in the house today but the first night that i was visiting her uh we slept in her mother's bedroom where her mother passed away the day before 
and the hospital bed had moved out, and we moved the bed in, and uh, that's where we we slept. And um, my wife proceeded then to have you know what you would expect, which is this just collapse, just this. I mean, emotional collapse, and I, I dampened a cloth and with cool water, and I put it on her forehead, and I held her. As all of this, the weight of everything came down upon us, because it's the most profound loss of her life. My my uh, wife lost her brother when he was uh, fourteen. He was hit by a car, and he was my age. He was two, three days younger than me. So the family's been through some uh, very some pain. And uh, as Kel is weeping there, and I'm holding her very dearly, it's silent, and I'm hearing crying, and she's doing this. And all of a sudden, this is where the funny part comes in. All of a sudden, in the silence of the night, as soon as she stops for one second, my stomach decides to make the most bizarre sound it's ever made, ever. You know when your stomach goes, like that? My stomach, in the middle of her just weeping, goes, and it's loud so i'm trying to be cool and act like it didn't happen and i'm like oh you know and i'm holding her and she's crying she's got the cold cloth on her head i just want her to go to sleep and she's (laughs) and i said oh honey it's okay and she goes (laughs) i'm not crying i'm laughing And we laughed. And we laughed until we cried. I've been waiting to tell that story. You know, it is coincidental that something as silly as that would happen. And you always hear like God winks, you know, and I know that sounds very Hallmarkian, you know, with God winks. But at the time when we needed laughter the most, at the height of the pain and realization that. You're never going to see your mom again. That happened. And I, uh, I know it's personal, but I wanted, I wanted to share it with you. And, and it's amazing because I shared the story. And the reason why I do this is because I, I want to share my life with you so maybe uh, I can help you get through something. And I like to say that, that uh, my life, I, I, should ser- I, I serve as an example for others. You know, you, in, in life, you can, do, you can be two things. You can be an inspiration or you can serve as a warning. <laughs> You know, so maybe I'm serving as a warning to everybody. But hopefully we've, mer- we've moved from uh, serving as a warning to uh, serving as an inspiration. And, and if you're going through pain, you, uh, you know, it, it's tough. It's really tough this time of year. And I said this, you know, Mary died the Friday before Thanksgiving. At her funeral, I was asked to speak. And I said, of all the times you could die, maybe Thanksgiving isn't a bad time. And if you haven't heard this, I said, a lot of the times at Thanksgiving, we give thanks to God for what's on the table and not what's around the table. And, uh, and so better to think of, instead of that empty space that's there from now on, think about all the times that space was filled and all the glorious times you had with them. So uh, what's really important is who sits around the table, not what's on the table. And the same goes for the Christmas presents. It's not for the bounty under the tree. It's for the bounty surrounding the tree. Okay, I'm done sharing personal stuff. We can get back to making fun of politicians if you really want to. And more comedy and your phone calls. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
Bam! The holiday season is here, and we both know that the most wonderful time of the year can also be the most stressful, right? Two words. Omaha Steaks. I was so happy and so impressed with the quality of Omaha Steaks when I received a gift pack. I started sending them to some of my family, and they loved it. It's sort of become a family tradition, naturally aged for the ultimate tenderness, something that you'll notice right away, along with the juiciness and flavor of the world's best beef. This holiday season, skip the guesswork and skip the stress. Give them the guaranteed perfection of Omaha Steaks, a wide variety, plus mouth watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, and even easy-to-prepare meals. Do not wait. Go to omahasteaks.com to save 50% off site-wide and use the promo code CARSON to save an additional $30 on your order. Minimum order may be required. Your friends, family, or business associates will love it. OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide right now, and don't forget about the promo code CARSON. That's OmahaSteaks.com, promo code CARSON, C-A-R-S-O-N. Oh, I love it. Vince Guaraldi Trio. Charlie Brown Christmas. What an amazing, amazing album. If you don't have it, you should. It's just, it's brilliant. It's not only uh, Christmas, but it's also just brilliant. Vince Guaraldi. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, uh, Chris Christie has been excluded from Maine's GOP primary ballot. Apparently, there wasn't enough room for him. <laughs> little, little joke there. I, I'm a recovering fat person. Anyway, Christie will uh, not be listed on the Maine primary ballot due to his failure to secure the required number of in-state petition signatures. Candidate must gather 2,000 verified in-state signatures. However, state officials announced Saturday Christie's campaign fell short of this threshold. Could you imagine somebody coming to your door and saying, will you endorse Chris Christie for president? Yeah, you can understand why it's hard to get 2,000 signatures. Because he's a giant turd burger. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is a giant turd burger. And you can just quote me on that. Hashtag turd burger. Uh, despite the shortfall, a spokesperson for Christie's campaign insisted to CBS News that the campaign had collected 6,000 signatures. Apparently, he has a lot of relatives there. And uh, they want to get him on the ballot. But right now, on the ballot in Maine is uh, Dean Phillips and Joseph Biden. Uh, Dean Phillips not allowed in uh, Florida because Florida already made up their mind. The, the Democrat Party of Florida already made up their mind. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is your candidate. Democrats, you hear that? All Democrats in Florida? He's your candidate. You had no choice. Republicans, you know who they are. <clears throat> All right. Oh, you know what? I think we should hear a Christmas song. I do. This is for Hamas. Hopefully they'll be wiped out next year. Jim Hamas is getting nothing for Christmas. Germany suddenly mad. A lot of people are cutting their aid. Hamas is getting nothing for Christmas. Oh, I think maybe an IED. Because we ain't been nothing but bad. No, you've been pretty bad this year. They cut off Gaza aid. Germany's mad at us. Turn them into coal. They read all the threats we made. Germany's mad at us. They just announced a funding freeze. No longer will they appease. But we beg you, pretty please, don't pull the plug on us. Sounds like Count Chocula. Hamas is getting nothing for Christmas. Rashida Tlaib is distraught. 
Because hating her own country Merry Christmas, Hamas! Stick it! Is what Rashida has been taught. There you go. Um, so this weekend, I... Uh, I did what I what I do best, uh, you know, and one of the things I should say, and it's cooking. I like to cook, and uh, you know, the family was here, and it just it's cathartic for me. I mean, I cooked all weekend. You can check out my social media, and and one of the things I decided to do Friday was I took Omaha steak burgers, and then I had some uh, store bought uh, burgers that I made into patties, and I cooked them both, and I did a taste test, and the Omaha steak burgers, you can taste the beef. You can taste the steak. They are juicy and delicious. Then I tasted the store-bought burger. And maybe you're used to store-bought burger. It was mealy. It was flavorless. It was dog food. I mean, I'm not kidding. When you compare it to the Omaha steak burger, there's no comparison. And then Saturday night, I decided to do some steaks. And I did a medium rare. And I kind of uh, sliced them thin. And I laid them out on a cutting board. You can see them right there. And they were mind-numbingly awesome. And right now, Omaha Steaks, if you go to their website, you can take advantage of 50% off site-wide and use the promo code CARSON to check out $30 off. Another $30 off. So the butcher's cut filet mignons that you can see on my Facebook, on my, on my uh, Twitter and uh, Getter and uh, Truth Social and Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> and, and then the Omaha Burgers, which will change forever how you eat a burger at home because you will never go back to store-bought uh, after you've had it. But again, if you want to enjoy Omaha Steaks or burgers or desserts or all of these things, omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide and then another 30 bucks off at checkout when you use my name, Carson. How is that? Do that. For the people you love, maybe the boss, whatever, maybe for yourself like we did this weekend. Again, it is uh, omahasteaks.com, 50% off site-wide. Use my name, Carson, to check out for $30 off. Additionally, minimum order may be required. Uh, Tucker Carlson uh, talked to uh, Roseanne Barr on her podcast over the week. It's fascinating stuff. Here is uh, Tucker Carlson explaining when, now this may uh, come as a surprise to you, Tucker Carlson is already convinced that, as many are, that Donald Trump is the nominee for 2024. Here is when he said it happened. Trump became the nominee in August of last year, 2022, when the FBI went through his wife's underwear drawer in his house. Like, that was so insane that even if you're like, oh, I can't deal with more Trump, and he didn't actually do anything, and he put Jared in charge, you know, like, there are lots of frustrations you could have about Trump if you supported Trump, and you could be disappointed. But the second the FBI raids his house on a documents charge, and anyone from Washington, yeah. as I am, can tell you that's like insane. It's a joke. Like every, that's like so common. It's not, if they're charging him for that, that's a joke. Yes. Where are the felonies he supposedly committed? No. I was led to believe he like murdered people and mar- buried them in the Meadowlands. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the best they got when they did that. I, I know for a fact, and this piece showed it, but I knew it already. A lot of people are like, you know, I have mixed feelings about Trump or I don't want to deal with more Trump drama. But if this is allowed to happen, our system won't continue. And, and people get that. People really do understand. And what it really uh, disgusts me about the other candidates right now is that nobody except for Vivek Ramaswamy is standing up and saying, yeah, what they're doing to Trump is wrong. The rest of them are just looking and waiting for something to happen that would disqualify Trump.
And that includes Ron DeSantis. And as far as I'm concerned, if that is what your modus operandi for being president, you can't win at the ballot box. You can't win with a popular vote. You have to rely on Democrats and a weaponized Justice Department to take down the candidate, your opposition. You're just as bad as the rest of them are. Sorry. That's just the way I feel about it. You know, if you disagree, 800-922-6680. This is uh, Tucker talking to Roseanne Barr about what many of us feel, and that is we no longer live in a free country. It's a complete lie. There are over a billion classified documents. So how is that a democracy? If you don't know what your government is doing and you have no right to know on the basis of totally fraudulent national security claims, it's not a democracy, right? It's an oligarchy. And so I believe in democracy. I think that I said this years ago, I said that the reason why Hillary Clinton uh, got all the money that she got from the Russian oligarchs into the Clinton Foundation after the Uranium One deal, I said that she wants America to be an oligarchy. That's what the Democrats, they look at Russia as the example. Not to what to what to be avoided. And we have become that. Barack Obama left the White House, was suddenly worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The same way with the Clintons. Donald Trump lost a billion dollars when he was in office. But the people own this country. It's not owned by federal unionized bureaucrats or appointees. No. no. Or the richest people. It's not just like the 27 billionaires get to run everything. I just don't agree with that. Mm-mm. I don't either. I hate it, actually. And I they're not even too. good at it. That's no. the other thing. They're selfish and they're stupid and they're short-sighted and they're totally lacking wisdom. So they're not even running the country well. But even if they were, I would still be opposed to it because that's a betrayal of the core promise of America. Absolutely. And uh, a death of the American dream. And I told you. Right now, we are being denied the the promises that we were given. We were told life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, you could do it. During COVID, they denied us life. Their policies caused the loss of life, liberty, uh, the ability to go to church, the ability to speak online. We now know the government was involved in censoring conservative speech, anything that disagreed with the government. Pursuit of happiness. How hard is it to pay your bills right now? Working three jobs. How hard is that? The dream of your house, maybe buying a house, is out of your range now. Because when Biden took office, the average house in America cost $239,000. You know what it costs now? Four hundred and twenty. And you know what the interest rate is? 8%. If you have a half a million dollar house, you know what more you're paying for interest every month? $2,000. Pursuit of happiness. Here's uh, Tucker on, uh, on the, uh, the federal government and how they could give a rat's behind about the working class. Labor has no value in America. The average person has no power. No economic power. And when you take away the promise of, like, free elections, you don't even have political power. Your vote doesn't even matter. No. They're leaving us one other option, and that is to become ungovernable. I'm not talking about a a, a violent revolution. I'm talking about a new American revolution. You do not have to be an instrument of taxation and production for these B-words. That's really super dark. So, um, I'm completely opposed to it. I reject the premise of the charges classified on what grounds oh they're nuclear secrets really which ones they can't tell you remember what joe scarborough said that uh, donald trump had nuclear secrets and joe scarborough because he's such a giant moron uh never apologized never said oh i guess there weren't any he's because you know he's joe scarborough classifying a lot thousands of documents from the kennedy assassination which is now next week it'll be 60 years it's unbelievable january i mean Rather, November 22nd, 1963. And we're now in November of 2023. On what grounds could they be hiding that? Well, obviously to hide the CIA's complicity in the murder of the president. Yeah. But there's no defensible grounds. 
on which they can hide those documents. Don't lecture me about classification. I actually know a guy who was in charge of it, and I, whatever. A lie. It is, it is a lie. And uh, here's Duggar just talking about how, I mean, there's some SH going on in this country we should all be concerned about. And you already are. You're buying more guns. Black Friday was a giant gun purchase day. People are, are ready. They are ready for whatever's coming. But they feel something is coming because a lot of the things portend that. Oh, I don't like the open southern border and billions of illegals and many of them military age males coming from other countries who are our enemies. Do you get it? Okay, I'm a very ordinary middle-aged man <laughs> who spent his life following politics and right. theology. But I do know that whatever's going on is very deep. Yeah, I've spent my whole life around politicians and seen decisions get made, interviewed people who run things and... What's happening now is qualitatively different, so different that mm -hmm. it's not in the same category. You know it, no. too. This is hurting people for the sake of hurting them. Yes. This is lying for the sake of lying. Yes. This is, as the Power devil hates holy the water, they hate the truth. You tell the truth about anything. It almost doesn't matter what it's about. It doesn't have to be about the next election. Right. It can right. just be about the, about history, for example. Mm -hmm. right. Telling the truth about history. Why should that offend oh, anybody? That really pisses Periods where everyone's dead. And we can't, of course, change the past, so there's nothing really at stake for us now, right? You would think people would welcome open-minded historical inquiry to get closer to what actually happened in whatever period or in whatever event. They hate that. Yes, well, they do. What, what are you watching? You're watching someone who hates the truth because it's true. This is a, a post from my friend Dan Bongino over the weekend on Twitter. Uh, he says, everything liberals do is designed to intentionally destroy the country and your quality of life. Supporting this nihilistic agenda means you're either ignorant or malicious, maybe both. It's true. Open borders, police state spying, targeting, tyrannical censorship, inflation, big government spending, endless debt, coddling criminals, voter fraud, falling pub falling, failing public education, a castrated military, rationed, garbage government health care, theft via taxation, and more. All are staples of the liberal plan for destruction, and it's all intentional. And you get it. You understand it. You're awake to it now. And we've got two ways to go. Uh, you can go down the road toward Biden, and all of the things that I just said are going to stay where they are or get much, much worse. And if Donald Trump is put in office, this crap ends. People understand that. People understand that. Greg Gutfeld, he... Uh, <laughs> He may have gotten himself in trouble with the uh, the brass at Fox. And, and knowing Fox, they'll fire people even when they're the number one in the ratings. Tucker Carlson, a prime example. But here's uh, Greg talking about uh, Tucker Carlson uh, and, and Elon Musk. Elon Musk basically uh, said to all these advertisers, if you don't want to advertise with me because of politics, you can go bleep yourself, right? And here's what uh, Gutfeld had to say about that. It's like extorting Jerry Nadler with salad. <laughs> <laughs> or blackmailing sports fans by threatening to cancel PBS. <laughs> the fact is, Musk may be the last man standing between real freedom of speech and the suffocating block of the censorship industrial complex, which is made up of government, media, and tech forces. He realizes that advertisers have no spine and can be easily cowed by special interest groups in cahoots with political allies. Oh, yeah. If you don't believe me, I got two words for you. Uh-oh. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> wow, listen to the crowd. They were scared to laugh. Two words for you.
Tucker Carlson. Why? <laughs> Ooh, ooh. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, that, that is cold. That is cold. Unbelievable. All right. So now coming up, I've got uh, something that's going to, uh, well, you're not going to believe it. The federal government is giving, giving the health care for veterans to illegals and putting off the health care for veterans. It's happened. That's coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Let's go to uh, Mick in West Virginia. Wild and wonderful. Mick, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, um, the the administration isn't satisfied with just taking over luxury hotels. They have a plan to um, house illegal aliens in tent cities in our national parks. House Bill 5283 um, is trying to stop it. I don't know if they've already had a vote on it. But uh, oh, they voted it down. Mick, I think they voted it down because Biden well, wanted to house God. people on federal lands. He wanted to thank house God. people on federal lands in tents, and, the, and they voted it down. Uh, and that is, you know what? Here he is. He's going to turn our, he wants to turn our federal lands into uh, Bidenvilles. Remember, maybe they used to call them Hoovervilles, weren't Hoover-villes, they? When, when President, yeah, they're Bidenvilles. They're Pottervilles. Remember Potterville and It's a Wonderful Life? That's what they yeah. want to make. And I've got to tell you, uh, Mick, I think people are just are done. Yeah. They're ready to blow up yeah. on this. You they're they're, they're done do? with this crap. What? You know what we need to do? We need to have Chairman G go on a tour of Yellowstone, Yosemite, uh, Gettysburg National Park, go on tours of all those to clean those places up of all the uh, of all the homeless and or not homeless, the, the illegals. Yeah, it's yeah. almost come down to that. Well, you know, when when they invited Xi to San Francisco and they swept out the homeless and the drug addicted to uh, to make it look like Havana with a, a visit from Khrushchev, uh, that's when you realize that uh, America has, Joe Biden has uh, sold us out. Mick, I, I posted this on social media last week. I said that Joe Biden is, his presidency is the quid pro quo we've been talking about. Oh, it, is yeah. the quid, it is the quid pro quo for decades of millions of dollars coming into the Biden family. His presidency is the quid pro quo. The uh, the uh, getting rid of the uh, Keystone XL pipeline, the federalizing electric vehicles so all of the work and all of the uh, resources would go to China. The spy balloon, I can go on and on. Uh, never uh, questioning China about unleashing COVID on America that we help pay for. Joe Biden's presidency is the quid pro quo for our nation's enemies. That's why perhaps I believe that uh, Ukraine has gotten $120 billion of our tax dollars without any kind of itemization. And, and that's what I believe, Mick, but I appreciate your phone call. I really do. The, his entire presidency is the quid pro quo. If you're looking for quid pro quo, uh, for all of the money that Bidens have extorted from Ukraine, uh, have extorted from places like, uh, or at least gotten money from China, we know at least $5 million to the Biden family. What's the quid pro quo? It's his presidency. That's why he's in the White House. That's how he got to the White House. Yeah. I know it, it makes everybody feel uncomfortable, but it's absolutely true. His presidency is the quid pro quo we've been waiting for. Now, coming up, um, the latest uh, affront turns out that uh, 
hundreds of thousands of veterans, their care was delayed at VA facilities because the money was going to illegals. It's just been uncovered. I've got details on the other side at the top of the hour. This is the Rob Carson Show. Wide web. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is hour number three of the Rob Carson Show. The number is 800-922-6680. I posted a video on Instagram yesterday because I was driving through a local car dealership, which, by the way, it's a great car dealership. It's where I bought my Bronco. And it's uh, right near my house, and I, I noticed all of the EVs that they can't sell. And, and I'm getting a lot of uh, idiots on the Instagram post, EV uh, supporters, who are saying, well, yeah, there are other cars on that lot that are gas cars that ain't being sold. And I got a friend who has an electric car, and he likes it. Um, I'm going to talk at length about this in a moment. But if you think that the EV is the way of the future, you're wrong. Because the first EV happened in 1890, and the reason why they stopped making them is because they suck. Uh, They have a battery. In cold weather, a battery, and by the way, battery generally consists of, at least with cars, sulfuric acid. Don't mess with me on this. I know what the hell I'm talking about. Sulfuric acid and lead. And what it does is it converts that chemical reaction, creates electricity, which is stored in the battery, which powers the uh, vehicle's electric motor. Now, you've got to charge that with uh, fossil fuels because 85% of the country is uh, powered by fossil fuels. So you're buying an electric car to stay away from using carbon, and you're using carbon to fill your car. That's another reason. This kind of makes you look like an idiot, all right? And second of all, nobody's buying the cars. Uh, At the car dealership that I went, which, by the way, is a a great car, car dealership, I would recommend you go there. They got a lot of electric vehicles, as do other, other uh, uh, dealers. And by the way, I worked selling cars for three years. You can't get rid of EVs when they're traded in because you don't know how long the battery's going to last. There's always questions about EVs. Hybrids, not so much. Plug-in hybrids, not so much. EVs, a used EV, you don't know how many uh, hours uh, is left on that battery, what's going to last, and how much it's going to cost you to replace it. But you could start at about $10,000. So anyway, this video on uh, on Instagram has gone just, I mean, nuts. People going crazy. Their snarky liberals are making snarky, stupid comments and all that. But anyway, uh, you can see it on my, on, my, uh, on my Rob Carson Show Instagram page. And again, it's not a slam on the dealership. I feel bad for the people selling cars. I know what it's like, especially this time of year. And you get desperate. You haven't sold in a car a while, and you've got all these cars out front you can't get rid of? How's that going to feed your family? So anyway, uh, I'll get to that uh, very shortly on the show. Agents are overrun and undermanned. Arizona congressman calls for the National Guard to be deployed to Mexico border as Border Patrol is swarmed by nearly 10,000 migrants per day. We're being overrun. Republican Congressman Juan Siscomani's desperate plea come as the Tucson border sector grapples with significant increase in crossings from Mexico. We're this close to million Americans going down to the border. And saying enough is enough and, and, and building a wall themselves. I swear to God. This, uh, honestly, everybody gets it. Every, even Democrats get this now. That what Alejandro Mayorkas and Joe Biden are doing to the southern border is an affront of our sovereign, our sovereignty. It is an affront to the American people. It's resulting in hundreds of thousands of people dying from fentanyl and other things. And it's enriching the cartels in Mexico. Everybody gets it.
but nobody in Congress sees no, seems uh, able to pull their heads out of their rear ends and know something about it. Carrie Lake was on uh, Newsmax over the weekend. Here she is talking about uh, the what's going on on our southern border and what a threat is it, it is to you and me. And now we're seeing just one day, one morning, Maria, 950 people poured across. I guess she was talking to Maria Bartiromo. Give her props here. The Tucson sector in one morning and 71% were just adults. This is not families coming across, and we do have those, but the more, majority of these people are fighting age men. We are watching as we're being invaded and we're seeing a foreign army basically pour across our border. We talk a lot about Biden inflation. We have a Biden invasion happening on the border in Arizona and it seems like we're not getting any attention from the White House, from D.C. We need to get this border wall completed. Now this Republican Congressman Juan Siscomani, he uh, he uh, contacted uh, Alejandro Mayorkas and uh, he has gotten no response at all. He told Mayorkas, who assumed the top spot at Homeland Security in 2021, as you consider this request, I urge you to work with Governor Katie Hobbs. Yeah, that's not going to happen. The reason why it's happening is because of that fraud, uh, as well as Arizona County Supervisors. Three days later, the demand has gone unanswered. You know why? Because Alejandro Mayorkas is, is going to be tried for his crimes. He is going to be brought to trial eventually for this, what's happening in the country right now. This is CNN. CNN was crestfallen. They went to the border and they found out it's completely open and criminals are coming across. I know, gasp, shriek. This is video shot by Brian Silvis, whose property is up against the U.S.-Mexico border. Silvis wanted to show me where he believes the migrants are crossing the border into his property. As soon as we arrived, we encountered about a dozen walking right in. It's a pretty simple cross over into the U.S. And like that family, it's not that hard. They just step in and, and they're here. Our federal government does give a rat's behind about you. Just an hour after we left Silvis's property, a wildlife camera we had set up at the location captured another group of migrants, much larger than the last, entering the U.S. Now that's CNN, but here's the rest of the mainstream media. This is why you can never watch them again. You can never watch MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, PBR. One common Republican claim is that the U.S. has a, quote, open border under Joe Biden. That is just not true. And yes, the border is. is not open. That is, that is something that, that is uh, peddled as a talking point. No, it's, it's not. not true. I want to be very clear. Our borders are not open. We have a secure border. The people can only take so much. The people can only take deaf ears for so long. And we have experienced that for decades. Screaming at the top of our lungs fix this, fix that, do something, and they keep doing it. Now we know how much the government hates you, how much the government despises you, so much they, they want you to be replaced. Replacement theory, that's racist. No, it's not. Not at all. They've, illegals have moved ahead of people of color. Illegals have moved ahead of every working group in this country. Illegals have moved ahead of people wanting treatment from the VA. I'll explain that in a second. Let's go to Michelle in Westminster. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hello, my friend. How are you today? I'm good. What's going on? Well, two things. First, I will continue to pray for some of the sadness 
to eventually lift from your and your family's heart. And I'm so sorry that you guys are going through this, especially right before the holidays. It does have a tendency to put a bit of a wet blanket on things. Put an accent point on my wife, if you would, please. Her name's Kelly. Say a big prayer for her, please. I've heard you say her name many times, and I have I have included her in my prayers with you guys. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Um, I've been on your program and with Sean and Bruce and even with Kim, and since COVID, like you, I have been saying that everything that is being done is being done intentionally and to inflict the most amount of pain possible. And everybody thought I was nuts. Everybody thought you were nuts. And now it's it's showing that they really and truly don't care. And I'm glad you said what you said earlier. And I even have done the same thing with the Who, uh, the Grinch song. We have to sing. Yeah. We have to sing my fellow Who's and my fellow Americans. We have to sing with our hope because hope, is the light that God has given us to yeah. defeat evil. And that's we have what to. we have to do. We have to, we have to drown them out with joy. <clears throat> we really do. And that's why I tried to, you know, get the hashtag uh, Dahudore Biatches going the other day. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, working all weekend, I would have picked up on that one. I would have helped. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Honestly, uh, we we know that they're absurd. We know that their ideas are failures. Uh, and and by the way, we are so much better intellectually and and physically armed than they ever will be. Why are we capitulating? Why are we Why are we throwing up our arms and allowing idiots to do things like Oh, oh no, your daughter can g- become a boy. Don't say anything because it's transphobic. Really, you're an idiot. How about that? Honestly, well, I, I think I think America's bad. done with it. I think America's done with it crap we really we really are, are more than we are more than done with it and when people like you and i stand up and give the proverbial uh middle finger salute to whenever <laughs> we're being berated in one fashion or another whether it's here at the indoor center if it's at the grocery store or at the gas station whatever I, you know i i stand my ground and i dare you <laughs> i dare you to make me move because yep. i will not Amen. And they get so frustrated, and I walk away laughing. So when it's it's fun to make their heads explode. We know what's right. Yes. Stand up. Don't yeah. you know? I used to wear my my Trump T shirt everywhere I went, especially during the uh, the first election. And people would walk up to me very sheepishly and say, "Oh, I like your shirt." And I said, "Well, where's your testicles? Why aren't you wearing one?" <laughs> Yeah. Well, Michelle, I'm Michelle, five foot five here. You know, I, I weigh. Uh, I won't say what I weigh, but um, a short little thing. And if I can go ahead and wear my T-shirt proudly, where is your testicular fortitude? Exactly, Michelle. We're going to win. Good is going to win. Uh, the uh, The left is exposed right now. They look like buffoons. All of their policies are failing spectacularly, and they are an embarrassment. So we need to deride them. We need to make fun of them. We need to poke out the the absolute absurdity of their arguments. They've been wrong on everything, and and I think it's a gift from God that we know all this now. That we've come together at this moment in history to 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 uh, to uh, basically turn around at least 50 years of abuses and usurpations that have uh, have become something we got to do something you're exactly right 
You're exactly right. The We're going to. that they are causing in, in so many places is irreversible, and we are going to really have to roll up our sleeves and find a way to fix a lot that has been broken and smashed along the way. Turn it. We'll be able to turn it around. We'll, Michelle, we'll be able to turn this around. We'll, we'll be able to turn this around, and there will be retribution. That And there is a reason for retribution. That's why we wanted to... i got to run, Michelle. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for the phone call. Um, <clears throat> Venezuela. Venezuelans reveal how Mexican immigration officials operate as a cartel. Uh, if I were the president of the United States, I would tell Mexico, the border is sealed by next Friday or we end all travel and trade with Mexico. That's it. Done. The border is sealed with Mexico by next Friday or we end all travel and trade with Mexico. Done. Then. We send in our military with rangers to paint targets, blow up manufacturing facilities, mansions of drug lords, and government buildings that are facilitating this. That's what has to be done. And Mexico's got to get a little what fur because they're the ones who are making this happen. We accompanied this caravan that walked for an hour in the darkest to reach a crossing point. The migrants said we're, uh, we're angry Mexican authorities sent them to cross is into this dangerous area right over the river. Most of these people don't know how to get in the river. However, through GPS, they obtained the exact locations where forklift tractors raise the razor wire. We have GPS that guides us. These GPS-guided mass crossings into Eagle Pass have become much more frequent this d- November. A Venezuelan Margaret, uh, migrant uh, in Mexico revealed how Mexican immigration officials are operating as a cartel, giving the illegal aliens GPS coordinates and charging them to cross the Rio Grande in the United States. And if the illegals don't have money, they take their valuables like cell phones, shoes, necklaces, and watches. That's Mexico. That's Mexico. Once the illegals reach Mexico, they are usually bussed to the United States border. Some of the illegals hop on trains after they reach Mexico and reach to the U.S. The GPS coordinates provided by Mexican authorities then guide the illegals to the Rio Grande. And coming up, the VA's role in taking care of the uh, illegal medical needs ahead of veterans. It happened. It's happening. And I'll share it on the other side of this break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Newsmax has got a uh, a new service for you. It's Newsmax Plus. All right, uh, it includes all the Newsmax shows: uh, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Rob Carson's "What in the World," which, by the way, this weekend was spectacular. It's uh, it's outperforming so many shows in its demo. Uh, anyway, uh, Newsmax Plus also has analysis like from great people like Dick Morris, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, and nobody pre- covers President Trump like Newsmax. We had his his, uh, his speech on uh, Saturday at 4 o'clock. It was gigantic. You can uh, sign up for a free trial of Newsmax Plus. And the reason why we're doing this is so many content creators need to because the left and the federal government has cracked down on advertisers and content. And so this is our uh, a way around it where we connect with you and you get more for uh, more bang for your buck. So check it out, Newsmax Plus. Just go to Newsmax Plus, P-L-U-S, spell it out, NewsmaxPlus.com for a, a free trial. It just takes a couple minutes and you're going to like it. I promise, I promise. So the VA had a role in migrant uh, medical care. 
Concerned Veterans for America said lawmakers should look into an arrangement, uh, a longstanding arrangement between the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs and uh, ICE, uh, processes claims for migrant medical care, is drawing scrutiny. Apparently, uh, when an illegal immigrant under ICE detention requires health care, they are tre- typically treated on-site by medical professionals. However, if specialists or emergency, areas, emergency care is required, they may be transported to an independent private provider. In such cases, ICE contracts with the VA's Financial Service Center to process reimbursements to those providers. According to a report from July, ICE has hundreds of letters of understanding in which ICE's Health Service Corps reimburse providers at Medicare rates that uses the VA's FSC Healthcare Claims Processing, a portal that allows providers to submit and view claims of other resources. So basically, uh, for all of these medical needs of illegals, they go to the VA and they're moved to the front of the line before veterans. This is Darren Selnick of uh, of this great uh, the group, the uh, the uh, veterans uh, concerned veterans for America. I want you to listen to this, veterans, as you wait for uh, your uh, your medical care or your psychological care. Listen, calling out the VA's role in processing medical care for illegals, while those who fought to protect us wait to be treated. Concerned Veterans for America is one organization calling on lawmakers to investigate. It's happening, and I got to tell you, when I found out about this a few weeks ago, this is it made me mad. And everyone I've talked to is a veteran. It makes them mad. VA's mission is to serve veterans. It is not to help ICE and the Border Patrol, which we have the documents, which on the, on their websites and from a memo. It's not to help them go ahead and process medical claims and pay medical claims and make it easy for the uh, unauthorized migrants to get health care and dental care. So what is happening is, and look, uh, as someone who's a former senior advisor in the Trump administration um, at the VA and an advisor at the White House, I would have stopped this. Yeah. Uh, so illegals, literally veterans are being put off from their treatment last year so that illegals could move to the front of the line. Here's more from uh, Mr. Selnick. Here's a source, by the way, for this story. It's an ICE agent and a vet. He said, we served in the military in this country and we have these benefits to use in the VA. I pay an exorbitant amount of taxes to this country, and I can't even get seen for basic needs. Yeah. But illegals can. They can literally cross the border with all these pre-existing medical injuries or illnesses yeah. or whatever they have going on, mm-hmm. and they literally walk right into a primary care doctor or specialty care doctor and get whatever services they need. There's a portal on, online at the ICE which directs them to go to the VA. The VA uh, you know, documents show from ICE that they processed, uh, had 161,000 medical claims. I says that every provider that they take the unauthorized migrant to, that the provider has to have to send their uh, med part, their claims to the VA. Yeah, there you go. So uh, illegals are processed before veterans. As veterans suffer, it is uh, it is breathtaking how tone deaf this administration is. These are the abuses and usurpations that I've been talking about. The Declaration of Independence uh, mentioned abuses and usurpations. And if a government abuses the people, there's a point where the government has to go or the people have to say it's time to throw off this iteration of the government, meaning these bastards have to be voted out of office and the ones who who are responsible for it need to be uh, indicted. 
arrested, charged, uh, put on trial, and uh, go to jail for it. You know what I mean? All right, so coming up, Daniel Lipman, White House and Washington reporter for Politico to talk about the 2024 race, among other things. Don't go anywhere. It is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show on the Newsmax Hotline. Is Daniel Lipman? He is a White House and Washington reporter for Politico, and uh, he joins us. Uh, good morning to you, Daniel. Or I should say, good afternoon. How are you today? Good. Thanks so much for having me. First time. Excellent. On the show. Excellent. Well, listen, I, I'm glad to have you on. Now, when I see the word Politico, I think most uh, conservative audience goes, "Oh my God, Politico! It's really left of center." I don't know where you are politically, Daniel. I really don't care. Uh, but I would like to talk to you about uh, what's going on in in, uh, in the country, so you don't necessarily t- need to, uh, you know, flash your badge as uh, which side of the political equation you belong to. <laughs> I don't know if that's important. Well, I, I try to hit both sides equally and fairly and so it doesn't when i get a scoop uh if it hits republicans that's great if it hits democrats i'm equally as happy as long as it's uh, accurate and uh truthful to the american people you know what daniel that means a lot to me because um you know uh, like for instance uh two unlikely heroes of mine have emerged uh i like to consider them uh, maybe gen x's version of woodward and Bernie, uh, bernstein and that is michael schellenberger and matt taibbi uh when it comes to the exp- uh, exposure of the federal government's involvement in censorship they were able to and and you know taibbi he's like a you know he's a real uh left of center lib which is fine with me my best friends are liberals i break bread with liberals is when you lean into leftism and pure partisanship we can't talk anymore but uh, but uh, they are they are uh, a willingness to step up and say hey i don't care who you're censoring it's wrong i think that's really important and daniel i i am really glad to hear from you that to somebody journalism means something uh, even if it means uh, uh, going after whatever party you may be side with, I think that's I think that's terrific. So uh, again, welcome. Uh, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, my my fear of the case is basically like the more stories and scoops I can do uh, on both sides, then I get scoops on the other side. So if you if you uncover negative information on one campaign, then the the next week that campaign might. Uh, say, I have some good stuff on uh, your opponent where you might have gotten that information from. And so it's almost like a self-revolving cycle. And so that's why that's one reason that I tried to be fair to both sides. Well, I think the word journalism to some people means a lot. You sound like it does. I had a guy who was a good friend of mine. He was a journalist. He was asked to be John Ashcroft's media spokesperson, uh, which would have been a lot more money. This is years ago. And he said, no, I'm a journalist. I'm not going to be a spokesperson for anybody. So I think that's, I think that's, uh, it's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about the 2024 race. Um, we found out this morning that in Florida, it looks like Democrats are not going to have have a choice there that Joe Biden will be the candidate. Um, how do you think that's going to sit <clears throat> in a state the size of Florida uh, that the Democrat Party is saying, oh, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and make Biden our candidate? What do you what do you think about that? I think there's probably a lot of people who want a choice, uh, but they're not happy with just Biden and Dean Phillips, who is you know the congressman from Minnesota, who is the only real Democrat in that race. I don't think uh, Marion Williamson is a serious contender. Uh, and so there is a hunger for people like Gretchen Whitmer, their governor of Michigan, uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. But none of those people want to put their necks out 
and uh, enter the race because they know that Biden is very likely going to be the nominee. Uh, and so they don't want to jeopardize their 2028 potential runs for office now because it would piss off a lot of donors and the activist base. One who is, uh, uh, when it comes to journalism, uh, straight and narrow, down the straight and narrow. Uh, I have said for a very long time that Joe Biden would not be able to uh, complete a race in good faith. He could not c- compete physically. Uh, he, if you look at the d- declining health, he's now using the small people stairs. He has a lid uh, on his on his uh, appearances. He doesn't do many interviews. Uh, I don't believe he's going to be the candidate. Uh, he may be the candidate. I don't see how he completes the race, and he will never make it through four years of the presidency. I'm speaking realistically. You may disagree. I've seen people with dementia. I mean, I've lived with them. So let me ask you this. If Biden is not, and you're saying that they don't want to, you know, they want to keep their powder dry for 2028, what happens? Do you think it's going to be Kamala Harris? Why is, why is uh, uh, Gavin Newsom doing this dance right now? Why is he in China? Why is he welcoming Nick Xi? Why is do, he's doing all the, the uh, debate with Ron DeSantis the other night? I, I'm curious what you think. I think he's raising his name ID and introducing him to himself to more Americans and more Democrats by doing this media tour and acting like the president of California, which can sometimes feel like a, a state, a country onto its own. Uh, so he's almost right about that. A huge economy, even with some of the challenges of people leaving uh, their state, going to Arizona or Texas or Florida. Uh, and so I think that if Biden... Uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, God forbid, if there's a health emergency, he has to pull out, um, then it would be a free-for-all. Uh, and every, every Democrat who wants to be president would enter the race, but they would be facing Kamala Harris as the VP and as a black woman when you have, uh, a, if you think about the average typical Democratic primary voter, a lot of them are black women. And so they might not necessarily want to throw Harris aside, even though she hasn't become a better politician. Uh, they might not want to choose another white person. You know, it's uh, it's interesting because uh, the, the open border is beginning to catch up with uh, Democrats, uh, people in Chicago, uh, you know, they're, they the will, which will host the, uh, the convention and uh, the new mayor is uh, continuing the uh, the uh, the policy of allowing illegals to live there. And people are angry about this. What do you suppose uh, is going to happen? Do you think that uh, this Democrat convention, there could be the possibility of another 1968, which, of course, neither of us remember? I was a toddler. I don't think you were even born. But do you see something like that, uh, uh, some chaos and turmoil happening with the Democrat convention in 2024? I think that if the war in Gaza is still happening, then we will probably see some major protests from some of the pro-Palestinian faction of the party uh, who will go to the convention uh, and try to get Biden to change his course or uh, not support Israel as much. Uh, Who knows how supportive of Israel he will be then. He's been saying, hey, uh, uh, pull back on what you're doing. Uh, Because I think Democrats are very worried that they're going to lose states like Michigan if you don't have Arab Americans come out in large numbers and vote for Biden. Although they might, they're probably not going to vote for Trump either. And so they could just stay home. uh, And that would deprive, that could 
be a factor in a very tight race. That is very interesting because uh, Daniel Lippman, by the way, who we're talking to, he's a reporter for Politico. Um, it, it's a very interesting dynamic because you've got these Palestinian groups that are saying that we will stop Joe Biden from getting elected unless he supports them. And yet the other alternative is Donald Trump, who is, I don't think, a stronger pro-Israel candidate, to be quite honest. If you look at his track record, uh, officially recognizing Jerusalem as the capital, the Abraham Accords, I can go on and on. It is kind of an interesting dichotomy, but you're suggesting that they wouldn't vote for Trump, they just wouldn't vote. Yeah, because I think Democrats, you already see the poll numbers of uh, a lot of Democrats don't want Biden as the nominee, so this gives them another reason to stay home if it's a, a rainy day in the, or snowy day on the first Tuesday of November next year, uh, where they think, hey, I still have to pay high prices at the pump. Uh, you haven't helped me that much. I can't feel the impact of your CHIPS Act or the electric car is too expensive, even though I'm, I want to fight climate change. It's an important top important issue, but uh, I have built to pay. Uh, and so I think that they're struggling. They're going to struggle with that dynamic. But Democrats will tell the Arab American community, do you want Donald Trump back, who tried to do the Muslim, the so-called Muslim ban uh, into the country? That's Biden never proposed something like that. Well, I will let that stand. Yeah, you'll have a, uh, you know, a, you are a guest. Uh, there was no Muslim ban. Uh, but, but uh, you know, that, that's... That's why I uh, called it a so-called Muslim Yeah, thank ban. you. Okay, so. cool. There you go. You know, and, and I'm glad we could have this conversation. Let me ask you about the, what your, your view as a reporter for Politico, as a journalist, outside looking at, it, the, at, the, at the Republican race now, this is obviously something we've never seen before. You've got Donald Trump who's, you know, drawing massive crowds. You've got him way out in front in all sorts of polls with the other candidates. Uh, what are your thoughts about um, the candidate process, what's going to happen on the GOP side, um, and who do you think is going to be the candidate? Well, all signs are pointing to Donald Trump. He's only grown in the poll numbers. Uh, and so barring a meteor hitting the Trump yeah. Tower, uh, <laughs> uh, I would, if I was a betting man, I would be putting down some serious money on Donald Trump, at least for the primary. And I, I see how it's still extraordinary the hold he has on his supporters. They have not uh, left him in droves. Uh, he lost some support after the January 6th hearings uh, in Congress uh, after the insurrection. But he's been able to regain support because you have someone like Ron DeSantis, who uh, is, has proved to be uh, a big failure as a politician, where he's robotic and he can't connect. And he just visited 99 counties in Iowa, but his poll numbers have gone down since uh, he was in county number 20. Uh, uh, yeah. And there's, there's physical fighting that almost happened at his super PAC between the top strategists because they are mad at themselves that they can't uh, reverse this tide. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting. I, I think that uh, uh, the Trump supporters, uh, he's been made into a movement with these uh, persecutions, uh, these uh, these uh, indictments and whatnot, and the seven years of negative color coverage, the two failed impeachments and all of that, that Trump supporters aren't going to leave because they feel that Donald Trump is being unfairly persecuted. I personally do as well. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this in, in history. I think it's a very interesting political year. I think it's very hard for anyone to challenge Donald Trump. 
for that reason. And also, he's a non-traditional campaigner. Uh, you look at the other candidates, they're very stiff on stage. Donald Trump can improv and, and, and riff and work the crowd like nobody I've ever seen before. That's why I, I just think his, his ability as a communicator is so different on the stump than a traditional politician. And I think that's a big deal, too. Daniel Lippman, let me ask you this. What are you working on right now, man? What's, a, what's your big story right now that you're focused on? Um, so I'm always about kind of the palace intrigue of Washington, and so uncovering often the business of Washington, where people, you know, politician politics is a business, uh, and people are making money. And so I had a story uh, this morning in our uh, playbook, our flagship newsletter, about this Republican top Republican consultant who had trashed uh, a Michigan Senate businessman or a Michigan businessman named Sandy Pensler uh, five years ago when he was working for the opponent in lots of tweets calling him an uh, uh, anti-Trump liberal. And now the person, Prenzler, is running again for Senate, and now it has hired the person who was trashing him. And so you kind of see the hypocrisy <laughs> yeah. between yeah. Uh, uh, politics. Uh, there's no permanent enemies, but uh, paychecks, uh, everyone has a mortgage to pay. Oh, exactly. 100%. Well, Daniel Libben, I really do appreciate you joining me on the Rob Carson Show. Well, one of the things we do here is we we also make fun of both sides, uh, although uh, I think that one side's a little kind of kind of funnier uh, these days, but it, we'll leave it at that. But I do appreciate you joining me. Uh, where can people find you and your work online, my friend? Uh, so I'm on Twitter or X uh, at D Lippman, D-L-I-P-P-M-A-N. Uh, and also Politico.com, I have a bio page where people can subscribe to my articles. I do appreciate you as a journalist, putting journalism first and partisanship last. I think that's uh, admirable. Thanks for joining me. We'll have you on again Thanks. soon, okay? Thanks so much. All right, let's take a break. It's a Rob Carson Show. This is not an EV because EVs are for posers and they're junk. They will be the largest contributors to landfills in world history. And if you don't believe me, uh, just wait. I mean, honestly. And, and check out my Instagram, uh, Rob Carson Show, all of the people saying, EVs are great. I got a friend who's got a Ford F-150 Lightning. I said, well, put a toy hauler on the back of it, and I'll meet you on the Kansas-Missouri border, and we'll drive across Colorado with uh, my Bronco full of gas and your EV uh, charged. And we'll see how far you get. You won't make it 100 miles pulling a toy hauler. You won't, because EVs are for posers. Okay, so did you get your uh, uh, wellness company emergency med- medical kit yet? I talked to my producer, Ken, the other day. Ken is, uh, I, call him, uh, I call him Redneck MacGyver. And uh, he's, he's awesome, and he, and he uh, prepares himself for uh, the eventuality of a crisis, you know, as all of us have. We've got maybe some extra water in the, uh, in the garage. Uh, maybe we've got uh, a generator outside. But if, if, if things collapse, like the supply chain did a couple years ago, where are you going to get your meds? Where are you going to get your, uh, your life-saving meds like ivermectin, amoxicillin, z all of those? Well, the wellness company, they got together. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, one of the most censored people in America, created the wellness company. And you get this little, I got it right here. It's a little blue bag here, and it's got a zipper on it and a whole deal. And it's got all of your medical supplies in there. Not Band-Aids and Neosporin. I'm talking about meds you're going to need that could be hard to find, like they were during COVID. And if you would like to get this emergency medical kit, write this down. Because you're going to get a 10% discount. Just go to twc.health slash Carson. 
All right, twc.health/carson. If you have uh, if you have uh, ibuprofen and aspirin in your medicine cabinet, you need an emergency medical kit. You, it, did your pharmacy close like so many have across the country? You need an emergency medical kit. It's as valuable to you as extra food, extra water, or a generator. twc.health/carson. twc.health/carson. Something now for my Jewish brothers and sisters in the audience, and for you Christians who are going to celebrate uh, Hanukkah this year. To stick it to Hamas. Shake, shake, shake your menorah. Put it up with pride. Da, da, da. Tell, tell, tell Hamas. You can't run and hide. Boom! Show, show, show all the haters like AOC. You, you, you and the squad love the enemy. Bye-bye, bye-bye. My menorah has candles, Ugh. more candles than I can handle. Ugh. It's displayed on my table to show Hamas we're ready and able. You're out of line, Hamas. You're out of time, Hamas. Israel's win, your loss. You're going to pay a big cost. You're out of line, don't believe you. Don't believe you. Hey, Sleepy Joe, don't believe you. Don't believe you. Shake, shake, shake your menorah uh. for the world to see. Yes. Israel, you're supporting. Unlike NBC. Hey. Light, light, light all the candles. Let them shine brightly. Because soon Hamas will be his story. Ding. There you go. And what else is coming? Well, it looks like uh, maybe impeachment is coming. This is Jimmy Jamie Comer saying that uh, uh, an odd thing happened when the congressman went home for the break. The constituents told them, impeach Biden. And uh, I had a reporter ask, well, what's changed? You know, because the press has been writing, we didn't have the votes forever. And I said, well, I'll tell you one thing that changed. We were in Washington, D.C. for 10 weeks. And there are about 15 or 20 moderates that, that they really worry about what CNN says or what the Washington Post writes. And and they were getting in their head, Maria. But they, a great thing happened during Thanksgiving. What's that? The members went home. Oh. Many of them for the first time and circulated for the first time in over 10 and the constituents gave them a little what fur. And they met people in Walmart and people on Main Street. And they're like, that. what in the world have the Bidens done to receive millions and millions of dollars from our enemies around the world? And did they not pay taxes on it? So they heard from their constituents, yes, we want you to move forward. We want to know the yeah, truth. Because we're tired and of we it. expect the Bidens to be held accountable. Yeah, we do. Seamus Bruner. Uh, this weekend talked about this is an open and shut case with regard to the Bidens. Very easy to uh, to prove, by the way. Here it is. But if they can get Hunter behind closed doors and really drill down on two questions, there's just two questions they really need to drill down on. What's that? Number one, did you ever talk to your father about your foreign business dealings? Now, we know the answer to that is yes. Now, Hunter's not been very honest about this. But the second question is, what? did your father ever uh, talk to your business partners while doing foreign policy? Well, of course he did. Their business? Yeah, and- yeah. We'll have more on this as the week progresses. But it looks like impeachment inquiry back on the table. Let's take a break and come back and wrap it up. This is the rob carson show hey guys that's going to do it for the show today the podcast will be up shortly just go to newsmax.com slash listen it's both hours of the show divided up edited i think you'll enjoy it including all the parodies and commentary newsmax.com slash listen god bless you israel the united states and until tomorrow don't catch the stupid see you then